0: Hey, congratulations, 49er fans. Your team just advanced to the second round of the playoffs with a 41 23 win over the Seattle Seahawks. And, um, you know, it's funny. I'm really bullish on this Niners team. And I'm looking for ways to praise them because I think this team has a chance to win a good chance to win the entire thing. But this performance today wasn't it. This was not the Niners at their best. They haven't played their best in a while. And um, I'm going to get into that. But first, they won. They advanced. That's all that matters. So I'm going to start off positive. Then I'm going to get into my concerns because, frankly, beating Seattle means nothing. Nothing. But let's start positive because there's a lot of positives to talk about, starting with the kid. The kid. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is the 49ers franchise quarterback. It's over. It's his job. Forget about it. You're not taking it from him. Let me explain why. Before the game, Ian Rappaport said the Niners are going to pursue Tom Brady. Forget it. Brock Brock Purdy's the quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, thank you for your service. Trey Lance, so sorry that the Niners wasted all your time. Brock Purdy, all his precious time. Uh, But, yeah, but it's Brock Purdy's team. And when when he took over, people were saying – people didn't quite understand what they were seeing. The Niners have been putting up points like this with Brock for a long time. I mean pretty much every game. And they're like, well, it's the rest of the offense. It's Christian McCaffrey. No, it's Ayuk. It's Kyle. They're elevating Brock. You know, anyone could do this. But that's not true because a lot, no one has played this well on the Niners at quarterback. No one. No one's played as well as Brock. And what he did today, not only was it a better, he threw. He had four touchdowns in this game. Jimmy Garoppolo has four touchdowns and six playoff starts. So not only did he pretty much outdo Jimmy Garoppolo's entire playoff career in one start, it was a better playoff debut than Joe Montana. The football gods uh, got in the way of that one. Let me say it again. It was a better playoff debut than Joe Montana. Joe Montana in 1982, that was the 81 season, when they eventually won the Super Bowl for the first time. His first playoff game that year was a divisional round, no wild card playoff back then, against the giants and they won 38 24 very close to the score right here montana's quarterback rating was 104 he threw for 300 yards two touchdowns one pick good game joe montana not quite brock purdy so it's like is brock purdy the greatest quarterback in franchise history maybe i'm just kidding but you see what i'm saying like the stuff he's doing is so heady that there's no there's no discussion he took the job it's no decision for anyone to make he took the job The last thing we needed to see is, can he continue his level of play in the playoffs? You know what? He raised his level of play in this game. Now, he looked a little nervous early. He looked like a rookie early. Sue him. He is a rookie. Ball was a little wet. He missed a few passes. Made some bad decisions. Forced some throws down the field. Didn't look great. Adjusted. Adjusted and freaking played perfectly in the second half. So what's great about the Brock Purdy experience is he's the franchise quarterback, and you never have to call him it. You can keep him in this state of, he's, uh, of him perpetually proving himself. Because you don't have to give him an extension. He's signed for the next three years. You can always have a backup, a high-level backup, and say, you know, Brock's our quarterback, but, you know, it's a week-to-week thing, or whatever. If it brings out the best in him, great. See what I'm saying? Who is texting me and why? Oh, yeah. Uh, We're good. Um, He's a franchise quarterback. Good news. The Niners found a franchise quarterback. After the game, someone was asking Nick Bosa about Purdy, and Bosa doesn't lie. He's very straightforward. He said he's a really good quarterback. Yeah. Finally, someone on the 49ers will say it, because guys like Mike McGlinchey, they keep acting like nothing has changed from Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy, but no offense to Jimmy Garoppolo, a lot has changed. And it's not just that Brock Purdy has poise and moxie and a bunch of intangibles that Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have. No, 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 no. He, Brock Purdy has an amazing skill set physically. He's not big, and he doesn't have a strong arm, but his athleticism is remarkable. I mean, frankly, compared to Trey Lance's, you wouldn't run zone reads with, with Brock Purdy because he's small, and there's no reason to. But in terms of, like, quickness and escapability, I, he's quicker and has more escapability than Trey Lance. All the ways you need a quarterback to be functional and athletic, this kid is. Arguably more than Trey. Now, Trey is big and, and you can run, you can use him like a running back, but that wasn't even that smart either. So, no offense to Trey. I, it's possible that if Trey were on the team right now, playing right now, he'd never got hurt. They'd be doing the same exact things with him out there that they're doing with Brock. But frankly, i just try to put Brock's skill set into perspective. He's not just a plucky, try-hard, non-athlete who's, you know, going to come back to earth. He's a really good athlete. He can throw on the run. He can make really good defensive ends and defensive linemen miss. And he had three touchdown passes in this game, almost four. The fourth one would have been the best one, but I dropped it. And they were mostly because he created the plays. Guys aren't open. Brock Purdy keeps moving extends the play makes something happen Jimmy didn't do that he couldn't do it he didn't try to do that and Kyle's very good what he scripts is very good the offense is very good the players are very good but no, Kyle can't be perfect you know his play calls aren't right 100% of the time maybe they're right 80% of the time or 75 well you need a quarterback who can make something out of nothing the other 25% of the time boom Kyle found him would Trey have been that guy maybe was Jimmy that guy no but you know what? It's Brock, and he's signed for the next three years, and he's really freaking cheap. So, Tom Brady, good luck. You don't get to play for the 49ers because you're 46, and you're expensive. Brock Purdy's 23, and he's inexpensive. I mean, he's giving you this level of production for 900 a year. He's the biggest bargain in the NFL. You can't get beg- better bang for your buck at the quarterback position, which is the most important position than with the Niners giving Brock Purdy, and I don't want to hear that the Niners are making him better than making him look better than he is. Because today what I saw was a team that came out arrogant, totally took the Seahawks lightly, and little Brock Purdy, the rookie, bailed him out with just a legendary second-half performance. So congratulations to Brock. Congratulations to to the 49ers. They've been looking for this quarterback since 19. I mean, he looks better than Jeff Garcia. Looks better than Garcia. Can you imagine how much? Bill Walsh would love Brock. The quick feet, the accuracy, the calmness, the confidence. We compare him to Joe Montana. Isn't there also a little bit of a Steph Curry comparison too? He's small. He doesn't look like a great athlete, but he makes the game look so easy. And I think the comparison between him and Montana is there's something about Brock's ability to make the game seem slow. Everything seems like it happened so slow for Brock. I mean, he's just one step ahead of everyone mentally and physically it's remarkable i didn't know he could had a skill set like the whole league didn't know he had a skill set like this i mean i understand being like he has a weak arm i don't want him but did no one realize he could run around like that i didn't know so this is good news for the 49ers they got their franchise quarterback eloy rodriguez says i know bp didn't play at his best he didn't he did at the end, but through a couple long passes, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't even try those passes. Yeah, also, also the the improv. The improv. I think Purdy is it more to come, but more to come, but come on. Yeah, I think he's it too, man. Tanner, what about that BPQB sneak at the Niners when the Super Bowl, retired 13 and put him in the Hall of Fame immediately? Pretty much. Pretty much, man. I think he could do it. Joey Mellons says, shout out to Grant for the QC work and that fresh Derby jacket tonight. I'm glad you know what it is. Had, had on my red and gold derby today. Ooh, that sounds nice. See, you know because of the lining, right? I have a couple derby jackets. This is my all-weather snowboarder derby jacket. I like it. I like coming down like I'm fighting, you know what I'm saying? Like walking down like I'm Tyson with, like, Redman rapping behind me. That's how I, that's how I live my life. I just think I'm Mike Tyson. Um, I'm Mr. 99 says BP did great. Don't get me wrong, but 150 of his yards were yak yards. And Seattle is trash. Next week, opponents will actually put pressure on Brock. That is true. I think the most important, impressive part of Brock's game was the stuff in the Reds where his touchdown passes. He made those plays. It wasn't like Kyle schemed him open and he had some good looks. He made those plays. Remarkable. How many quarterbacks do stuff like that? This game deserves a lowercase. Fernando. Fernando. No, it's not his team if he loses before the bowl. Okay, well, I mean, I I guess. What if it's the defense that... What if the reason they lose before the bowl is the defense? Though, fourth quarter points in fourth quarter points in six Jimmy starts c- combined nine today eighteen. Yeah, this was a bad day for Jimmy Garoppolo's stock. B A not wide receiver one Niners should keep him as wide receiver two. Um, I mean he had a pretty good game today too. He had less opportunities. LeBron James gave Purdy props. Yeah he did. Three hundred yards and four touchdowns. Garoppolo could never since Jamie Martinez. No he could never. Sorry. The block B.A. had on Debo's TD was awesome, says Edgardo. Yeah, you got to love Ayuk. Nathan Flores says, Brock had as much TDs in one playoff game than Jimmy had in all of his. I'm chalk off money. Uh, I'm chalk off money, Ward, to having a bad day. But, man, he got burnt today. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. I'm not chalking up nothing. I'm quality control, man. I don't just I don't just give, give the Niners a pat in the back because they won a playoff game against the 9-9 Seahawks. We have to have some real conversations here. But I want to give them some praise first because they earned it. Aniket. Says, Purdy and Hurts have played one playoff game in their career. One put up 300 yards, three touchdowns, and a QBR of uh, passer rating of 131. Other is Hurts. Purdy QB one. Yeah, and then you got freaking Trevor Lawrence over here just throwing, like, pick after pick after pick. A minute who should get game ball for forced fumble. Oh, yeah. That changed the whole game. 49ers' daddy's, his their father, says, Fair to say Purdy is Mahomes, Breeze, and Brady morphed into one quarterback. This team is winning the Super Bowl. Maybe. Uh, would you rather let J. Kinn or BCB sleep over your house? They could both sleep over. We could have a pillow fight. Drewski 534 says, love the content. Grant, quick question. Why would the Niners spend the money on Brady when we have Brock for cheap, especially if he keeps playing well? Yeah, they won't. I think that, I mean, they didn't know how Brock's going to play in the playoffs, but now we've seen it. David says, between Purdy, Herbert, and Mahomes, which quarterback throws the most beautiful-looking spirals? (laughs) Me, Kyle Shanahan. Seth Griffin says, I guess Niners really don't need them first-round picks after all. Poor Lance. I think he will be a solid backup next year. Um, I still think Lance will be a good starting quarterback, but not here. Glass City says, "Why doesn't this game matter?" You said this to start the show. Why doesn't this game matter? It matters. It does matter. That's why we're talking about it. Did I say that? Jerry Salmon says, "Salmon says Re- receivers were a little off in the first half too. The whole team was off in the first half, which was surprising." 808 Niner says, "They just showed up. They just showed up in the first half. Second half, they played like it was the playoffs." QC better let them know. Are we going to get revenge or 3.0? I actually didn't see it that way. I didn't see it as the Niners getting it together. Well, the offense got it together a bit in the second half. But really, I saw it as the Seahawks just revealing themselves for who they are. A not, a, a not good team. So they had a good game plan. They did the best they could. They fell apart because they're not good. And they, they had no business being in the freaking playoffs. Um, so the Niners benefited from the Seahawks not being good. Brock Purdy dropping F5s like Brock Lesnar. Niners. Brock Lesnar. Uh, how do you like Brock Purdy QB sneak? I thought it was great. He really improved on that. I can't believe Purdy matched Jimmy's TD totals. LOL. Joey Melons. I got the number red. I got the number red and gold, and the A's green and gold. Ooh, how about Debo? Debo came on strong. I wasn't pleased with him in the first half, but he came on real strong and looked great. He looks like he's explosive again. Thank you for the two dollars. I'm Dad Duck. Fred bothwards and, and uh, Kim Law sucked, but the rest of the team gets a beer higher. Greenlaw is looking like the leader in the middle. Law sucked. I didn't see that. Um... I didn't see that at all. Uh, Tanner says Debo played well, but has to show if multiple weeks. This is why you paid him the amount you paid him. Now yeah, you're supposed to do stuff like that. Jags coming back, and our wide receiver were wide open a lot. Yeah, I mean they're now ten. Um, none of the TV talking heads want to give Purdy credit. All we're all we hear is any QB can play and win with this team. They need to give Purdy some respect. Well, Jimmy couldn't do this, and Trey didn't do this, although he didn't have much of an opportunity. Beathard couldn't do it. Mullins couldn't do it. Hoyer couldn't do it. That is just a fallacy. Purdy deserves credit. He deserves more credit, man. And you've been trying to convince us B.A. faster than Debo. I never said that. Better wide receiver than Debo. Better runner than Debo. Better hands than Debo. Not faster. Hopefully, C. Ward bounces back after today's performance. Yeah. Uh, the Niners are NFC championship-bound minimum. Probably. I would probably say so. But now we need to give an honest assessment of this win. Uh, 41-23 feels like a slaughter, but it wasn't. First of all, it was the freaking Seahawks. It was a 7 seed. And if you don't remember, like, 7 seeds didn't make the playoffs until recently. This is a whole money grab from the NFL, and you see the quality of a 7 seed. They don't, they're don't. they not playoff teams. They're not good. Seahawks finished the season 9-9. Nine and nine. They had no business being in the playoffs but and yet the Niners made their offense they made them look good they were losing to Seattle and um, yeah the offense got it together scored 41 the offense looks great but the fact that the defense yet again was shaky is concerning because they've been shaky for a month they were the best defense in the league now they look downright subpar and they are subpar statistically over the last four or five games. Three four games. So what did we see in this game? Yet again, another long touchdown. But it wasn't Lenore. Lenore played well. Traverius Ward was awful. He talked so much trash all season, showed DK Metcalf, no respect, lined up right in his face, pressed coverage, no cushion, gave up a 50-yard touchdown, played passively the rest of the game. That's a bad sign. Traverius Ward was playing so confidently all season and it all went away. Today, and so, yeah. I mean, the Niners played better in the second half, or was it that the Seahawks just fell apart and came back to earth and just were themselves? Geno Smith, great story, but not a great quarterback. I mean, couldn't even hold onto the ball in the in the in the pocket, loose with the football down around his his uh, waist. So he just did what he was supposed to do. But what happens when the, I mean? The Niners don't get to face Geno Smith again. Every quarterback they face from here on out is better than Geno Smith. And, uh, yeah, the Niners' offense can score with anyone. But let's say the, Nin- so we'll say the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, right? This is a Super Bowl team. Well, what's this defense going to do in the Super Bowl if they face Kansas City again? We already saw what this defense did against Kansas City. Got eviscerated. And a lot of people are feeling like, oh, well, you know, it was a one-off. They had some injuries. And yeah, they were coming back from a long playoff. This defense doesn't look like it's improved since then. In fact, it looks overrated. And we'll talk more about the defense in particular. But to me, like, when you watch this game, even though the Niners won 41-23, I don't come away from this game being like, oh, yeah, boom, there's the Super Bowl champions right there. To me, just based off this performance, if this is what the Niners are going to be doing in January, this looks like a team that's going to lose to Kansas City or Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Because Kansas City and Buffalo have great quarterbacks, not Geno Smith. And if Traverius Ward's going to play like this and the Niners secondary is going to play like this and the Niners pass rush isn't going to get home like it. I mean, Nick Bosa was neutralized in this game. He was on a pitch count. Didn't get – he he recovered a fumble, but he didn't have a sack or a quarterback hit. If this is how the Niners defense is going to play, they're going to get smoked by a good offense and a great quarterback in the Super Bowl. So they got to fix this. And I feel like they're in denial a little bit about where they are. I mean, they they like just waltzed. They – carry themselves this whole team like they're the defending Super Bowl champions like they won last year and they won two years before then and they can just turn it on whenever but they're not Super Bowl champions to me like they have this whole they're a great team super talented you saw what they can do when they're clicked in and focused but how often are they focused how often do they actually uphold their own standard why do they have to be woken up by a 9-9 nine and nine Seahawks team for them to play at their best. Like, I understand champions flipping a switch. The, the Warriors do that. But they're champions. They've proven that they know what it takes and can do what it takes to win a championship. So whatever. If you need to take off the first half, you need to pace yourselves, fine. The Niners haven't done that. The Niners are trying to prove that they're champions and they should be playing their best football right now. But it feels like... They've already, like, they're satisfied or something. Like, everyone's praised them all year. They've won 11 games in a row. Everyone says they're going to win the Super Bowl, and so they've already won it. They've essentially already won the Super Bowl. They won it last year, the year, two years before then. Boom, they've already gotten their flowers. I, I feel like they don't have enough to prove or they don't carry themselves like they have anything to prove. And so they found themselves in a weird-ass game with the freaking Seahawks, and Geno Smith gave it away, and now they look great. And so are they going to be honest with themselves after this game and be like, you know what, that was not good enough. We have to play so much better than that to win the Super Bowl. Or are they going to say, yeah, I mean, it wasn't good enough, but we can always play better than that. We can flip a switch. We can play our best whenever we want to. Well, maybe. Maybe that's true of the offense. But the defense? I don't know, man. I i, I don't know if this defense can just flip a switch. You're telling me Traverius Ward can just go back to being dominant or or has something been exposed? I don't know. So... I guess from a coaching staff perspective, it's a, good, it's a great win because you won by a lot, you put up 41 points, but also they're like, there's so many things that Kyle and D'Amico can show to the players on film Monday and Tuesday and say, this isn't good enough. This isn't Super Bowl-caliber football. So he can, I, I hope Kyle and D'Amico can get the players' attention and be like, look, guys, I know you're feeling great about yourselves right now, but this is not good enough. And if, if this is our new level of play, we're not going to go all the way. So let's uh, get serious and be honest with ourselves. Um, I don't know. I mean, how did you guys feel in this game? Like, they were losing at halftime. They come out with the ball in the second half. The offense has a great drive. Great drive to start the second half. And you're feeling like, okay, the offense has got it. But then the defense gives up a drive, and then Geno Smith fumbles. And all of a sudden, Seahawks fall behind, and all those shots down the field they were taken early in the game when it was close, they couldn't do anymore because Niners knew it was coming. They played back, and game was over. But if a better team can keep it close, those shots down the field are going to keep coming. And so far, the last month or two, the Niners haven't been able to stop them. But I want to give De'Amador Lenore credit. It wasn't him today who got burned. It wasn't Talanoa. It was Charverius Ward. Disconcerting. The Niners are NFC Championship bound minimum. We got you already. We got you already. The other thing, well, I'm going to talk about the defense more in a minute. Um, you did say BA was faster than Debo on Late Night Show. Prove it. Get the clip. I don't think I did. What did you have for lunch, uh, hot dog? <laughs> hot Link. Richard, uh, Richard's Remedy says the, that one that I dropped was a spectacular scramble and perfect throw would have been five. Would have been five? Oh, yeah, five touchdowns. That's true. Jay Rico says it's crazy how our 262nd pick. Put up four TDs and no turnovers. Meanwhile, a former first-rounder threw four picks in one half. It's quite crazy. Any given Sunday, says Cryptic, Niners number seven seed last year. Yeah. Were they? Were they? You sure? Were they really? 17 last year? You sure about that? You sure? They were six seed last year. They were a six seed last year. Without turnovers, the D is just above average. That's what I'm trying to say. These turnovers made the Niners defense look great, but were they the Niners forcing turnovers, or was it Gino being Gino? Hard to say. I'm sure Niners fans will say it was the Niners being great, or it was, I would say it's Gino being Gino. But either way, aren't they kind of fluky? Aren't they going to dry up eventually? Or are the Niners going to take away two, three balls a game the rest of the season? I guess they could. Can we get a Brock Purdy face merge on you? Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I think we can. I did one with Jimmy Garoppolo. Larry Radnich says, would have liked to see the second, third string guys in the game with six, seven minutes left in the fourth. At least put Mason or TDP in. TDP was inactive. Mason did get in a little bit. Anoop says, Purdy saved the season in the defense. He has a complete Montana look and feel. 49ers defensive, scheme, secondary, and even pass rush is vulnerable. It is. And it's been exposed over and over and over again. Jared Stidham did it. Gino did it. We play like this against the Eagles, we will lose. Same with Kansas City and Buffalo. That's why I'm not super excited about this game. They won. They advanced. It's great. This is not an up-and-coming team that's happy to be here. This is supposed to be the Super Bowl favorite. Super Bowl bust. Well, this wasn't good enough, but we've seen them play better. King Geo says, your critique isn't legit. Are you forgetting we played them three times? We haven't played any team left once. Thank you. Michael Duran says Kansas City doesn't have great receivers like Metcalf and Brock is going to score touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. Kansas City took advantage of Aziz and Dray and hurt and scored on end rounds. Uh, they have Travis Kelsey who's a great receiver, and uh, they have Patrick Mahomes who's a great quarterback, and Andy Reid is a great. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't write them off. Eight hundred eight Niners says they got to keep a and Willis and Minnehue and Bosa on edge and Willis and Armstead inside. That is the core of the D line. I haven't seen Willis play inside very much. Joseph says Seahawks control both lines of scrimmage and pace of game until that fumble. Not good. That's exactly what I saw as well. The fumble changed everything. High five from Sherry? Okay. Uh, Thoughts on the refs today? I never have thoughts on the refs. Jerry Salmon says the defensive play calls were pretty soft. Uh, Yeah, I wasn't really impressed by the defense at all. Is it still fair to call this D the best in the NFL? No, but they call themselves that. Lucky Louise says, do you think the crowd affects the game at all? I didn't hear the crowd. It seemed pretty quiet today. John DeP- uh, DePee says, what about getting Brady to develop Purdy? Also love the show and been watching for over a year now. Thank you for being honest. <clears throat> Seems like Greasy's doing a pretty good job of developing Purdy, and I want Purdy playing. I don't think you need to bring in another quarterback. Who's that number 10 guy on the sideline on the Niners? I don't know either. Does he go to the games? I haven't seen him. Casey's. I saw Trey. Casey's overrated Bills or Bengals better. Casey's overrated, huh? You sure? Fans crow- crowning a BP will be our downfall if we lose. The Niners are going to lose because of fans crowning Brack Purdy. Didn't Geno do a good job of turnovers this year? Uh, not today. I think dude got exposed for what he is in the playoffs today. Yep, Mahomes and Allen would light these DBs up. What can they do moving forward to mask the inadequacies? Russell a quarterback better? This D is not overrated. That's a stretch. Thanks for your input. Dominic Hewlett says, "What do you think? Uh, what do you think about the Niners winning the Super Bowl?" I think this isn't going to get it done. What they did today. Plumbing God 42 says, "Wow, Plumbing God, huh?" My apologies, Grant showed up late. There was something in the air that night. The stars so bright. There was something in the air that night. The stars so bright. Sorry, Fernando corny song uh Br- Brandon Ziegler says they have the most turnovers in the league this team is a machine the O is the engine now and the D is great but our O is another on, on another level now we haven't had a quarterback that could carry us like Brock we were in great situation yeah but what happens when the Niners face a great quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over two times in the game because they faced that earlier in the year with Mahomes and they lost they haven't faced Josh Allen yet David Velez says Niners are 11-0 since my swanky new train last jersey arrived coincidence I think not Got my my BP hat as well. I'm so impressed with Brock right now. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Okay, moving on. Is the 49ers defense overrated? They call themselves the best defense in the league, but they haven't played like it in a very long time, and their best defensive performances this season were against, frankly, weak offenses. They did a good job against Tua. Tagovailoa, who's highly overrated, and he was missing both of his offensive tackles, and Jalen Waddle was hurt that game as well. They did a good job against Tom Brady, but that team was, he was missing his right tackle, and that team was bagged up, and they're not good. Uh, They got eviscerated by Atlanta when they were hurt. They got eviscerated by Kansas City. They really haven't been tested, and I was talking about that the last few weeks. They still haven't been tested, and yet they gave up. 23 points to Seattle, 34 points to the Raiders. And I think what we're seeing is Nick Bosa is a great player. And he's surprisingly consistent. I mean, he gets like a sack every game. But in those rare games where he doesn't get a sack, the defense doesn't look so great. It seems like they go as he goes. And today, he didn't do much. He was in and out of the game. He was on a pitch count. He didn't get any sacks. And the defense looked ordinary. Greenlaw, Warner, Tavares, they looked okay. Traverius Ward looked awful. The whole defense looked really mediocre. So um, if they want to prove their number one offense, they're going to have to prove it down the stretch. And so not just them making you know mediocre quarterbacks look better than they are, but uh, what about these wide—how do they match up with quality wide receivers? Quality receivers at any position. I mean, if Traverius—Traverius Traverius Ward was supposed to be their ace, right? He was following DK Metcalf all over the field. We'll shadow him. We'll take away DK Metcalf. Metcalf destroyed him. 130-something yards and two touchdowns. So, so what's going to happen if they face Justin Jefferson next week? Justin Jefferson is better than D.K. Metcalf. Are you going to just put Traverius Ward on him all game and say he's going to shut him down? Because what if he doesn't? And then if they, if they get by Justin Jefferson, then the next week, most likely, they'd have Philly, who has A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. So, and then in the Super Bowl, it could be Stephon Diggs. It could be uh, Travis Kelsey. It could be uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. The wide receivers are going to keep coming. The Niners haven't faced high-powered offenses like this very much this season. And uh, I guess we'll see if they not off if the defense is overrated. Because right now, I mean, I didn't like the way they played at all. Trevarius Ward uh, had one of the worst games I've ever seen. I mean, he just got burned left and right and lost all confidence. Then Jimmy Ward had that bad penalty. Um, yeah, I mean, the Niners looked... Surprised on defense, like they thought Seattle would just roll over. They acted like Seattle would be intimidated by them, but they weren't. And I don't think teams are intimidated by the Niners' defense anymore. You turn on the tape and you watch Jared Stidham and the and the Las Vegas Raiders put up 34 on this defense. You're not going to be in t- intimidated by him Maybe teams were Tua looked intimidated uh, two months ago. He looked flat out scared by the Niners' defense. But Gino wasn't scared, and he's not even good. Seahawks weren't scared. They're just not good. Mahomes definitely won't be scared. When Mahomes watches Stidham and Geno Smith complete those passes down the field, he's going to be like, oh, I can do that. I did do that. Josh Allen, too. So, I don't know. I feel like this Niners defense has given other teams a lot of confidence right now. Teams with better quarterbacks than Geno Smith, which is like uh, every freaking tra- uh, playoff team left. Most of them. At least the ones that the Niners might face. So, maybe they're not overrated, but they need to prove that. Keith. Great. That Mosley loss is huge. Been saying it all year. It's true, man. I, I think he's better than Traverius. Uh Lorenzo says pretty did great, but this D versus 15 and 17 won't cut it. That's true. That's Mahomes and Allen. Glory says, I don't think the Chiefs defense wants to see the Niners offense at this point. We're good for a shootout now. Maybe the Niners offense can't block Chris Jones. Kyle Sullivan says, please sign BA in the offseason. This OG will fight an entire team for his brothers. No one has heart like his brother, Uh, like this brother. Yeah, they better resign him. He's earned it. Hayden Berry, the TNT Slayer, says the D is getting carried by Brock in the offense. The D. True. Pause. Brandon Ziegler says, this team is special and this quarterback is special. Teams have to match up against us. Two, having a great D that you know will get stops as a plus. I like us. I like them, too. But are they going to win the Super Bowl? That's the question. Michael Duran says, name a defense better than the Niners that's left in the playoffs that have shut down high-powered offenses. Our defense is going to be better than most. We'll see about that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see how you come away from this game feeling good about the defense. In fact, I feel like we all of us should be doing our QC thing right now and putting pressure on the defense because I think the problem with this defense is that they're in denial. They've played like this for a month, and they think they can just turn it. Well, turn it on. Do it now. Ward destroyed DK last time. What's your point? Uh, He got destroyed in this game, in a playoff game. And um, that's concerning considering there's more playoff games coming up. And maybe we see now why Kansas City didn't re-sign Traverius Ward. John Wayne, thank you very much. I think we can officially say BP is QB1 next year. I did say that. I agree. Uh, Christopher says, do you think the offense can carry this team to a ring? I don't know. I don't know. I think the defense needs to play better. This defense looks like it's going to get shredded by Mahomes or Josh Allen. It just does because it got shredded by freaking Jerry Stidham. So I'd like to see them play a little bit better before I say something like that. Darian Diaz highlights. Says they're going to have to put both safeties back and make Greenlaw and Warner cover like they used to with Bo and Willis. Need to try 91 on the edge. That is exactly what Fangio used to do. Once BP is figured out and Trey Lance is gone, we will suck wow that's positive john wayne says here's three dollars hayden Berry, the tnt slayers grant you really had to say pause lol big chicken brock jerry salmon says d is suspect the O oh, will get it done ironically okay brandon ziegler says hard to beat a team that scores 35 a game just saying it is but you know the niners defense has given up more than 35 too they just haven't been tested very much all right let's talk about this team needs to step up in the first half. This team needs to play better than they played today. It's it's great that you beat Seattle. It's great that you beat Seattle. But I don't know, like I, I I always felt that truly great teams don't measure themselves by just the outcome of the game. Oh, we beat Seattle. They're nine and nine. That doesn't mean you're gonna win the next game. You're supposed to have a standard. We play like this, it doesn't matter what the opponent does it wasn't that the Bill Walsh way? It was a standard. And they didn't meet their standard today. They should be frustrated. A great team would be like, yeah, we won 41-23 and didn't play that well. That's the mentality because that leads to improvement and that leads to a championship, which this group hasn't accomplished yet. They think they have. They act like they have, but they haven't yet. And that's why I'm here trying to make sure they have the right mentality. (laughs) Noah. Noah says, could the defense uh, slouching the last couple of games be a bit of gamesmanship? Gamesmanship! Slouching on purpose? I don't think so. Fafita uh, says, that end zone pass to Ayuk could have been Hall of Fame play if he caught it, but unfortunately would never be talked about after a season or two. It would have been his best play of his career. Such a shame that Ayuk dropped it, but you know what? Didn't matter. Nine is one. Lag Golf says, playoffs are about matchups and we are a matchup nightmare. Um. Okay. So I want to talk about, oh, John B says, Grant, how big was the leg pull twist on Debo to the Niners' team morale? It looked to me like that was a real turning point, and they elevated their play afterwards. Also, go Ducks, Lenore and Huff representing Corvallis, Oregon. Again, I didn't see it as the Niners kind of messing around and then getting it together. I saw it as the Niners getting punched in the mouth by an inferior team that eventually fell apart because they're not good. The Seahawks. But I think better teams will look at this game and be like, oh, oh, we can do what Seattle did. But better. That's why I'm a little concerned about this game. But maybe I'm wrong. Hayden Berry says they should trade Lance. Don't waste him on the bench and Brock could be one in the D. Pause. Needs to step it up if they play in the bowl. Agree. Austin Cross. Remember how terribly the Niners defended Brown in the Titans game last season? Hubris is dangerous. It is dangerous. And the Niners are just have so much hubris. Grant, heard you praise Blink-182 recently. Respect. Everyone likes Blink-182. Everyone likes blink Okay. Trey Lance's future, saw him today, gotta love Trey Lance, he comes to the games, he's up in the press box, he's in, he's here, he still wants to be on the team, I don't know where Jimmy Garoppolo is, is he here, I don't know, I haven't seen him. Trey's here, but can you imagine how Trey must feel when he watches what Brock Purdy's doing? I mean, from Trey Lance's perspective, I'm thinking an athlete like him is very confident, and I'm thinking he feels if he had stayed healthy, he'd be out here doing exactly what Brock's doing, and everyone would be calling Trey the greatest, and he'd be the toast of the town, and he'd be the franchise quarterback, but no. Brock's out there, and Brock's doing it. And look, I I, I don't know if Trey could do what Brock's doing. Trey probably thinks he can, but the fact of the matter is Trey probably won't get an opportunity because Brock's just doing so well, and he's taking the job. So what's Trey Lance's future? Well, the Niners could trade him, but financially, what's interesting is he actually is more expensive to them if they trade him this year than if they keep him. So they would have to feel like they could get something good for him, and that it would be a lot better than what they would get if they held on to him, kept him on the bench, and traded him next year. And maybe they, maybe that's true. Maybe they could get a second and a conditional pick that would turn into a first round next year if they trade him now, and maybe just a second if they wait till next year. Uh, but they have to do the calculation of the fact that they don't save money by trading trade. They do not save money by trading trade lands. In fact, it costs them money, and. You'd have to replace him, get a new backup quarterback, which you could do. Um, But I think it's interesting. I don't think they're going to trade him because, again, they don't save money on it. I don't know what they could actually get for him. And uh, they need a backup quarterback. So I think they're probably going to keep him for another year as the backup. And if Brock ever gets hurt, Trey Lance will get a chance, and maybe he'll play great. But it seems like he's now in purgatory. He's stuck on a team. As a backup, he's going to be going into his fourth year of really not playing. And this could set back his entire career. It could really prevent him from being what he, sh- what he could have been. Or maybe he's, you know, this is just an opportunity deferred. He'll get his chance eventually somewhere else and do great. But I don't see how he's going to get a chance here unless Brock Purdy gets hurt at this point. Which could always happen. But uh, it's looking like his future is going to be somewhere else on another team. And um, maybe that's scary for the Niners because they never really saw what they had in him. But if you have Brock Purdy playing this well, what do you do? You can't just take him out. You can't put in Trey Lance and be like, well, that's the guy we wanted and we have to give him a chance. So Trey Lance's future, I don't know who's going to trade for him. I don't know when that's going to happen. But it seems like his immediate future is holding the clipboard, you know, giving Brock Purdy high fives. Going over the film with Brock Purdy on the sideline, maybe getting him some water. I don't know. But I feel bad for Trey. Because he didn't ask for any of this. The Niners set up this situation. And while it all worked out for them because they found Brock, it didn't work out for Trey. And uh, hopefully he gets another opportunity somewhere else because he did nothing wrong. Just, he's like collateral damage. He got drafted by a team that didn't really have a plan to draft him and they found someone else who works for them and now they don't know what to do with him. It's like they can't trade him or maybe they won't trade him and they can't play him or they won't play him. So he's in limbo. He's in purgatory. Got to feel bad for him. Didn't deserve it. But at the same time, pro sports are rough. And this is what he signed up for. He knew it. And he'll get a chance eventually. But I think he's probably going to get traded eventually. Marcus Mason. Guess the two turn- guess the two turnovers didn't impress Niners. Are playing great. Complimentary ball. Overall, I see your point about winning it all. Yeah, man. I mean, if, if you wanted me to come on this show and just be a cheerleader and say the Niners won. Good for them. Here's a, a, an hour of praise. You know that's not me. I'm quality control, and my job, until the Niners win their sixth Lombardi, is to be on their ass and make sure they play their best. This was not their best, and yet they won by a ton. Great, but you know what? You don't get to face seven seeds anymore. You don't get to face 500 teams anymore. You got to play better. You can't play down to your opponent. You got to have a standard. Sean McGee, especially in January, we, it's, it's one thing to play down to your opponent in freaking October, which the Niners did this year. But January is supposed to be in the past. And ever since they clinched with that victory, ever since they beat Tom Brady by a million points, they really haven't played their best. I'd like to see them get back to their standard. What are they, did they impress Tom Brady and, and that's it? They've proven themselves? No. Sean McGee says Bill Walsh used to tape articles in the media saying that their defense was soft in the locker room to fire them up. I wonder what these Niners will do. Watch this. Read my grades. The run defense was mid today. Dude, the defense was mid today, at best. F you, Joe Boo, I do it myself, says Grant. Some of these fans are unreal. real moments after that big win, and all they can think to do is post negativity about Trey. Cancer is toxic, weird. I don't understand why certain Niner fans hate him so much. Like, what did he do? Thank you, Dominic. He just wanted you to like him. Peyton Wisdom says, What's the deal with Kyle Shannon only using his best player once tonight? That is not a winning formula. Mitch Wisnowski is keeping our opponents up at night. Let's get back to the basics. And how come Mitch doesn't do that little knuckle punt every time? Feel bad for those who get who got Trey Area tattoos, says Neil. Michael Duran says, I would bet money that Seattle is the toughest NFC opponent the Niners face. Divisional team in the rain with no expectations is dangerous. 41-23. You'd bet money that they're the toughest team. The 9-9 nine nine Seahawks had almost lost to the Rams last week. Okay, do it. <laughs> do it. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo's future. I don't mean to rub it in because... He's a nice guy, and he did a lot for the Niners, and they should be thankful for the time that they had with him. But I'm just trying to point out, before he got injured, he was having a great year statistically. The Niners were winning, and there was a report that he was going to get, maybe with the Niners a big contract from someone, maybe with the Niners. Now he's hurt again, which is an issue with him. But also, Brock Purdy is so much better than him. And I think it really puts Jimmy Garoppolo's accomplishments in perspective, right? Like he has a great completion percentage and a great win-loss record, but the offense always underperformed with Jimmy and people didn't want to admit it. They're like, Oh, you know, it's a complimentary team. They're run first team with great defense. He's doing his job. Well, no, he was holding back the offense. Now you got Brock Purdy in and the offense can't help but score 40 points. I mean, they scored 30 points without trying, but it's, it's rolling out of bed. And so now when you go back and look at Jimmy Garoppolo's you know, tenure here and what he contributed to the offense, he was holding it back. I mean, all this talent, all these weapons, plus this play caller, and he was holding it back. They were an average offense. They were averaging like 22 points a game. They finally got Christian McCaffrey helped a little bit. Now they can't be stopped. And so when he goes to free agency this offseason and his agent tries to talk to some team and negotiate a contract, get 16 $17, 18000000 million a year, and he's going to say like, he would have said, you know, he's the secret sauce in in Santa Clara. He's the, the star that the 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 straw that stirs the drink. Say what you want about uh, he's got haters, he's disrespected, he's whatever you say, whatever you want about his skill set, he just wins. And he's the only quarterback who can win on 49ers. Well, that's not true anymore. He's been replaced, the offense is better without him. The replacement hasn't lost, and so now teams are gonna look at him being like, well. You're holding back a juggernaut of an offense. We don't have Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Trent Williams, uh, Kyle Shanahan. We can't surround Jimmy Garoppolo with the stuff that the Niners did that made him look decent. So what are we getting? I mean, he'll get a job, but I don't know if it's going to be a multi-year contract. To me, where, G, where Jimmy Garoppolo's future is a guy who signs one-year deal after one-year deal And he's either the starter week one and gets replaced midseason by the rookie, or he's just a backup. So, good luck to Jimmy. I know the Niners were hoping that he would get a big contract. And if he's one of the top three, four highest paid free agents in the league this offseason, the Niners get a third round comp pick. That's not going to happen. He should get like a one year deal worth like $3 million with some incentives. Otherwise, I'm not sure what you think you're getting If you're paying for Jimmy Garoppolo His future is to con. He's he's, he's the bridge quarterback now The bridge quarterback Uh, And Brock Purdy exposed it I've said it for years Guy's highly overrated And his legacy on the Niners is being a little bit better Than a bunch of backups But he wasn't better than Brock And now I don't know what his legacy is going to be He's going to be bouncing around the league Um, At least the Niners found a replacement Good for them uh don't be nice to that 10 guy he's in the past by Uh trade Texans trade twelfth overall pick for Trey Bookett. Why would they do that when they could just draft a quarterback? Uh because you know they could draft a quarterback who's younger, cheaper, has longer left on his on his uh rookie deal and played recently. So I'm just I don't really know what Trey's trade tra- uh trade value is. Michael Hamlin says, nobody plays a perfect game. Things happen when you play other pros. Each playoff week, it's its own story. You now, you are now captain complain on a daily basis. Okay, well, you just gave me five bucks, so you just reinforced my complaining. Again, I'm not the guy who says, oh, the Niners won. There's a W on the... Okay, well, I'm not going to praise everything they did, and I'm, just, I'm not going to give any uh, coaching points. I'm quality control. I'm controlling the quality. That was not the quality that I expect. I have high standards, though. Maybe the Niners, maybe you don't. Maybe the Niners don't, but uh, beating Seattle doesn't necessarily indicate much. Don't be the Niners. Yeah, got you. Mark says, Trey will get his chance to grow and gain uh, worth should Brock get hurt. It's inevitable. Trey's not going anywhere, nor should he. Niners paid three firsts, and he's getting paid millions. Okay, but the problem is the longer you hold on to him uh, as a backup, the, the more his trade value goes down. And is he worth more to you as a backup quarterback or as a trade chip? I mean, backup quarterbacks—how important are they, really? I mean, they're all, they're somewhat important, but you can get backup quarterbacks. What you can't get is first-round picks, second-round picks. And I don't have those picks. And if his trade, if his value is going to go down and down, is it really worth it to keep him as a backup? If you're sold on a Brock being, I mean. The franchise quarterback, he might miss a couple of games with, a, with an injury, but when you hold on in case Brock Purdy like breaks his leg. That's, that's why you hold on to Trey. Kyle Shannon only has problems with Hall of Fame coaches. No more of those unless we run into Andy Reid in the Super Bowl. He can beat these other coaches. Um, okay. BCB already has the same amount of TDs uh, in the postseason as Jimmy. BCB for Jimmy Ford. That is correct. Marco, thank you for becoming a new member. Um, do we invest in nickel safety in the draft? Uh, I would hope so. Unless they're going to, unless they're going to resign Jimmy Ward, but Jimmy Ward is going to want to start next year at safety. So I don't know. Number 10 never, ever looked like Purdy did today. Never, ever, ever says Lorenzo. It's true. That is correct. What's going on in this game over here? We got... What's happening? I'm done, by the way. Show's over. Hayden Barry says, hey, Grant, just wanted to say how much I appreciate you and your dad and how much hard work you put into this. You truly are goaded. Hashtag best reporter. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thirty twenty eight. Really? Coming back? Wow. Is he doing his Brock Purdy impression, Trevor Lawrence? Cool. All right, guys. Um, I'm heading out. Have a great Saturday night. Be safe. I will do a cone phone tomorrow at some point, maybe at night. I don't know. Because it's, we got to watch the game. We don't know who's going to play next week. Then I got Ryan, Larry on Monday. My dad on Tuesday. Jose, Jesse on Wednesday. The coach on Thursday. Coach is good, isn't he? And then wildcard on Friday. <laughs> Have a great day. Jags coming back. Lol. Lowell. See you guys.